Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I am your host, Brad Redding, and it's a solo adventure today. Hopefully you've enjoyed a bunch of these back-to-back interviews with some amazing experts, Dan at Dacity and Dan at Datasmith and Ben at Ben Zettler Digital. All amazing conversations and uh, lots of learning lessons. So if you haven't listened to those, Ben's, we went through a deep dive in how to quote unquote double your conversion rate in 100 days. So what are some tactics that uh, Ben has seen that have really helped over the past year or so? And Dan, with Datasmith, we dove into starting with at the end, I've tried to use the uh, the corny Elon Musk joke where he when he offered to buy Twitter, there was some quote he said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump straight to the end or something like that. Um, anyway, so similar concept with a goal setting. So starting with a goal, what are you trying to achieve? And then work your way back into your measurement program. And then we got into OKRs and how that might apply to e-com as well. And then uh, Dan Dacity just talking about data blending and operational data and everything that goes into that. So be sure to check those out if you have not listened to those. Today is going to be all about just sharing what's new in, in our world of Google Analytics and GA4. There's no lack of change. And honestly, it's very hard to keep up with everything that's going on. So if you're listening to this, it's probably even harder for you to keep up with it. If you are not just focused on this stuff 40 hours a week, 52 weeks out of the year. So I'm just going to try to share uh, some quick bullet points on what's been new and, and happening. So the first one. I know I've gotten a lot of messages over the last month or two with some frustrated customers about the real-time Google Analytics view not working. And the long story short is it's not going to work and Google is not going to support it going forward. So they are have stated they're making, I guess, just that decision. Where they're leaving it on the wayside. So I guess that's the uh, their answer to just go to GA4 and start utilizing the real-time reporting view in GA4 if that is important to you. So again, this is Universal Analytics, the real-time view. Um, if it's not working or it's not showing any data, that's just uh, that's the life we're going to live with probably for the next year with Universal Analytics continuing to get closer to its July 2023 sunset date. And since it is May also, just a friendly reminder that you are approaching that one-year date where once you we cross that less than one year until GA4 is prime time, that's when you'll want to be sure you have your GA4 tracking fully set up and in place so you have your year-over-year -year comparison data once you hit July, August 2023 next year. So if you don't have GA4 yet and you are on Shopify, just use our Elevar app. It'll, it'll take you literally five minutes to, to launch a fully robust site-wide GA4 tracking with all e-com events and lots of unique customer parameters and everything else, which is a good segue into number two, which is customer data and privacy. So this is another new thing that's happening with us. So one 
is we are rolling out our built-in consent mode setting with our data layer. I don't want to jinx it, but it's in May. It's likely going to be next week. But uh, anyways, it's you'll you'll see more if you are a customer and and, and uh, just on our obviously email or listening to this podcast. But yeah, so we'll have a built-in consent mode setting in our data layer. And our initial integrations are with OneTrust and CookieBot. There are nuances on why we had to go through this process and build some custom templates for uh, OneTrust and CookieBot. Ultimately, it goes back to some race conditions that exist out there with other templates. And uh, there's a whole, there's a bunch of conversations that were happening in the measured uh, community about this with, uh, again, some, even if people are accepting or opting in, that the actual data is not being tracked. But I won't get in the weeds on this this podcast, but that is coming soon. So you'll see that announcement from us. And another item that is new-ish is Google Ads is now enforcing or warning of enforcement of consent mode for anyone that's under the GDPR jurisdiction. So EU and UK. But if you are over there... I say over there, I'm here in Charleston, South Carolina, or advertising in the EU or UK, you may have gotten a message about this because Google is essentially saying that they are required. So you are required to obtain a valid consent from European visitors before collecting ads related data. And the kicker here is they will start suspending your account if they determine that you are not effectively collecting the consent, appropriate consent, because that's ultimately what Google is using to flag their personalized, non-personalized advertising. And this is this is for your conversion reporting, remarketing, et cetera. So th- there'll be a link in the show notes that'll go into more details on this. There's been a lot of information out there over the last month or so as this has come about, but that's a big one. And uh, if you've ever gotten those, your merchant or your Google Ads account is about to, about to be suspended or your merchant account is suspended because of, you know, catalog issues, whatever it might be. It's typically when I've seen it, it's, you know, an immediate direct impact revenue. So be sure if you are advertising to folks in Europe, Europe or UK that you get this process in place and be sure to integrate with your LFR setting and consent mode setting as well. Another thing related to privacy is Inside of the GA4 property, Google now has a whole host of country-specific settings. So you can turn off specific tracking related to Google signals by country. So if you just want to or you have to legally uh, not collect that data, they can go through. It's literally country by country, just a toggle that you can turn off. So that's something that's out there and uh, fairly new. And there's going to be more GA4 privacy changes, I would imagine, and enhancements over the next year. That's all I have for today on the privacy side, but tomorrow, likely more coming. Tongue-in-cheek, joking, but actually not joking. All right, so next thing that's new in the world of GA4, so these next few items will be specific to GA4. The first one, if you did not see, we, LFR, released our update and our Chrome extension that supports GA4 event tracking. So now if you're going through and pointing and clicking to add your event tracking, you can create one trigger and assign universal analytics and GA4 tags at the same time. And they will both 
import into your GTM container automatically, and uh, you're good to go. So you, you can go through and tag your site for GA4. And uh, yeah, excited to see how everyone utilizes that. And you do have the ability to customize the event dimensions and user parameters. So it's a little bit of a different setup than your standard event category, event action, event label that you might be used to with the universal analytics. Continuing down the line in GA4, so I'm just going to go through a host of just either learning lessons or things that are fairly new that, that Google's rolled out over the last month or so and just in our own audits and setups that we've been going through. So the first thing is you have goals in universal analytics that might be relevant. You don't necessarily have goals in GA4. Uh, if you are, again, using the LLVAR GA4 integration, we are sending, I think there's 15 or so base events. So your login, view item, add to cart, begin checkout, purchase, et cetera. Those events are automatically seen and visible inside your, uh, it's actually under events, but there's a podcast, so you can't really see what I'm, <laughs> what I'm looking at. But uh, you, all you have to do is just go look at all of your events, and then there's a toggle to mark that as a conversion. And you can think about that like a goal, so similar to a goal in, in Universal Analytics. So a lot easier to go through and set up, and uh, you can create custom, custom goals, custom conversions in GA4 in a similar manner. Again, whether it's by a specific page or a specific event that you're sending, you can do that as well. Next in GA4, quick tip. This is uh, more of a reminder that GA4 does have a 14-month limit on event data identifiers. So this would be uh, data that's associated to an event like user ID, cookie, or any, any advertising type of data associated with an event. There's a 14-month cutoff in Universal Analytics. This setting, you had the option to do not automatically expire. And I think it might have been a couple years or three or four years max, but any case, it's 14 months. This may or may not be a reason to start just dumping data into BigQuery over time, but this is a call out if you do a lot of data stitching, blending, et cetera, for historical data. This is one that you might want to review with your team to see if there's any impact in your, your own analysis and what you do in your data warehouse. Referral exclusions. Uh, there previously was not a setting for this in GA4, but now there is. So it's called referral exclusions in Universal Analytics. In GA4, it's called unwanted referrals. And you can modify, you can add this under your more tagging settings in the GA4 property. Bounce rate is also back. So that was a metric that wasn't available in GA4. That does exist now. And it's close cousin, the engage, engage sessions, which is what GA4 rolled out with initially as a a different way to view a quote unquote, a healthy session that the default is 10 seconds. So if you want to change what you consider a, an engaged session to 20, 30, 40 seconds, you can modify that in your GA4 settings as well. Um, also the landing page dimension that's also available now as well. That didn't exist. Likely got a lot of complaints about that one. So, uh, that's, that's back in place in GA4 and, uh, there are three new UTM parameters. There's a lot of UTMs. I think there's eight now total. But anyways, three three new UTM parameters that Google released a month or two ago. Might have been longer than that, but those are out there. And again, I'll include a link in the show notes to that. And uh, the last setting in GA4 that is also fairly new, there is a toggle that you can enable. So let's say you have event tracking set up in Universal Analytics that's tracking main navigation clicks or 
banner clicks, things like that, where you have your event category, event action, event label. There's a toggle that if you are running UA and GA4 in parallel, you can just tick that in the GA4 property settings and Google will automatically send that data to GA4 as well. So that can be helpful for a short-term event tracking transition. So getting that data to GA4, um, it doesn't work for your enhanced e-commerce like add to cart events and revenue and all that. This is gonna be more for your behavior events. I also wouldn't just tick that button and then forget about it. I would go through the process to restructure your events so they better fit your GA4 event and user parameter format going forward. But that's a quick, it's a very, very quick uh, little thing you can do to start just getting that data in the GA4 and manipulating it. So that's the GA4 learnings and some quick tips. We do have a new video up on our GA4 Shopify guide. And uh, that is, I think it's about nine minutes just going through from property creation to going live and viewing the real-time report. So I also have a link in the show notes to that. And we will be having, uh, we're holding a partner overview tomorrow where a couple of uh, Vishal and John are doing a deep dive in GA4. And we will be doing an, a customer webinar where we'll try to ha treat it more like a, a Q&A style. So there's also a link to that webinar if you want to sign up for it. It'll be uh, in a few weeks. It'll likely be more in June as we get closer to that July timeframe. But go ahead and sign up for that webinar and uh, we'll make sure to get you added to that. Or at least so you can watch the recording, get access to the recording. So it's a big, it's a it's a little bit of a, I think it's gone silent, not silent, but slowed down a little bit in terms of everyone just not necessarily knowing what's going to happen or asking why. But we anticipate as we get closer to July, and we hit that one year date that again, the urgency to get that up and running will potentially heighten again. So that is what is new that we have with Google Analytics and GA4. We have a ton of new uh, rollouts and updates that we you'll be seeing from us LOVAR in the next week or two. Consent mode is one and a couple other exciting ones that uh, might actually help with some of these issues that I went to or that I went through that you're experiencing with Universal Analytics today. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, we got a short episode today since it's so low and wanted to keep this with a quick tip update on GA, GA4 and privacy. A lot of links to reference from this podcast. So check the show notes so you can check those out in more detail. And with that, I will see you or not see you on our next episode. I appreciate your support and everyone that sent me emails and LinkedIn messages. Thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate your support and uh, see you next time. Thanks. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or a review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar. That's E-L-E-V-A-R. Or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again.